hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio. And in our other studio, we're a little bit south of the border, all the way down to the City of Peace in Baja, California, uh, La Paz, is we have the Grizz, who is hosting the show today. Oh, I'm taking it over, huh, John? Well, once you're on the end, Grizz, Grizz, we might as well make it official, because whenever you're on, you always take over. Well, sorry about that. No, no, no. That's why you're on. People like you more than me. So, But you're going to be on awfully busy in the next uh, month or so, so I want to try and get you on as much as we can and, and uh, uh, see if we can get some information out. We're going to be talking, first of all, about uh, uh, bait and scent. It's that time of the year to start thinking about fishing, in particular trout, and and who knows what else we're going to be talking about to uh, with Steve Lynch of uh, ProCure. And then we have a special surprise. We have John, who hunts turkeys in northern New Mexico, and you know I'm sure between you and John... John, you guys can talk some turkey. Yeah, that's not a problem. Good, good. And then uh, it is that time of the year, and I'm kind of anxious to get into it and find out a lot because I don't really, you know, I've never hunted for turkeys. One of these days you're going to take me. Yeah, well, I kind of love doing it, John. Yeah, well, they are, uh, it, it is kind of a, you know, a special thing. It's almost like a, I guess if you're a bird hunter, it's, you know, it's like the big game hunting if you're a fisherman. Well, I would reckon so. The thing of it is, is anything you have to call in to me is unique. And calling a big tom turkey in is pretty special. Well, you know what? When we were down there for the ducks, you called some in also. You got what, ducks? Yeah, yeah, I always call ducks. Yeah, in. well, maybe you can call some turkeys in for us later in the show. You got your. Uh, I don't even know where my turkey call is. Oh, I was just going to ask <laughs> if you had. Well, maybe you can. Yeah, mimic, I have may- plenty of them, but I don't know where they're at. Maybe you can mimic it. Who knows? Gobble, gobble, gobble. Here, turkey. Here, turkey. No. Okay. All righty. Well, anyway, we're going to go to a quick break and come back with you, and uh, we'll see if we can get Steve on the line. And uh, we're going to have a fun time today, as usual. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive, Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Lake Cabot one seventh place in America's top 100 family-friendly places to boat and fish, the lake is in the Bay Area, only 45 minutes away from San Francisco. This scenic destination boasts over a dozen hiking and biking trails, trophy-sized fish, boat rentals, Bay Area kayak tours, and a picturesque eating area at the surprisingly delicious cafe. Tell them John Hennigan sent you, and they'll even give you a special gift on California parks. Visit LakeCabotRecreation.com for information. That's LakeCabotRecreation.com. 
If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. I got the Launch Ramp Blues. Launch Ramp Blues. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have with us live and direct our host today, the Grizz out of uh, the City of Peace, La Paz, Baja, California, sir. And we have a special guest today. We haven't had him on recently, but uh, you probably should be familiar with Steve Lynch with ProCure. And it just amazes me. Uh, we won't spend a whole lot of time on it, uh, Steve, but what you produce is natural fish-attracting scents. S-C, how do you spell that? Anyway. <laughs> yeah, not dollars and cents, but uh, the stinky stuff that the, that the fish like. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that, how to use it, what it does. Uh, but when you're located in Portland, and when you talk about the quantity, I mean, you guys, you know, not only got to be the biggest, you got to be the biggest in the world. Now, how many, how much uh, fish do you process in a month to get the oils? Well, it's kind of hard to say uh, because, like, when we're doing, like, threadfin shad or gizzard shad, you know, where they're an inch to two inches long versus two shad, which are seven pounds. So we're probably processing 50,000 pounds of bait in an average month. Wow. That's a lot of stinky stuff. Yes. And then some of our oils we buy from the processors. Like, I just ordered... uh, tuna and sardine oil out of Mexico mm-hmm. uh, that should be arriving this month, uh, and we bought about 43,000 pounds of these. Wow. And, and that's actually coming out of Mexico. Hey, by the way, Grizz, is there any is there any uh, um, sardines left in Mexico? Well, no, because people are buying them all and using them for uh, and using them for corrals, and it's really caused us a lot of problems. Uh, right now, I'm fighting uh, with the legislator right now to stop it. Yeah, uh, people are coming in and buying them out of uh, San Carlos. We don't have bait down here, therefore, we don't have fish. The fishing's going down the tube. Well, let me ask, I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. let me interject. Now, off the coast of California, sardines is a very favorite bait for rockfish or pretty much any kind of fishing that we do if you use live sardinas. Now, but in Mexico, there's sardinas, and they're two different things. So which one are we talking about? Well, I'm talking about the Monterey uh, sardines, the one with the spot on them. Okay. The one that they're catching and destroying in in San Carlos. It's, I'm fighting and fighting and fighting against that. They're using it for fertilizer, using it for cat food, and then they're catching uh, catching them and using them to fill the corrals of the tuna. And so the the the, the, the fish farm, doing. yeah, the fish farms. Okay. So they're actually destroying mm-hmm. us, and everybody goes. Why don't we have Dorados anymore? Well, they don't have anything to eat down here. Oh. That's what's happening. <laughs> okay, well, we sure put Steve on the hot seat, didn't we? Well, no, I mean, well, it was, uh, everything was we buy is literally processed, but what it sounds like they might need to do is put better restrictions on what their uh, catch limits are. Yeah. You know, they in the U.S., it's, it's tightly regulated on, you know, so it's not overfished. You know, and then they have certain seasons, and, and it's, it's close close net seasons, I mean, maybe six, eight weeks where they can go out and harvest the fish. Mm-hmm. Because what Grizz was saying is true. If there's no bait in the water, there'll be no fish in there chasing the bait. There's no reason for them to come in. Mm-hmm. So it's important that the correct legislation 
rules and get put in place where the fish aren't overfished. Mm-hmm. Because once they're but gone, it's not, they're true, uh, they it's gone. not being put in place. It's the mighty buck. Who, the people in Mexico City sit there and they count dollars. They don't count sure. fish because they're not smart enough to even know how to go fishing. So they're just going, uh, somebody sees the money and they think, well, by golly, there's money coming into Mexico for sardines or whatever it be. Yeah. Let's keep doing that. They don't realize the repercussion that they're doing, and they're destroying our fisheries in the Baja. Sure. And I think harvesting them is okay as long as they're not over-harvested. So they do, they do need to put, you know, tighten up the rules. You know, there can't be just, you know, no limit to what these guys can go get because with the technology these days and, and flying over them with planes, they know where the bait balls are. They know where to go net them, and it, it just makes it much easier than it was mm-hmm. 30, 40, 50 years ago. So mm-hmm. they're much more accurate when they go out and drop nets. So, yeah, if rules aren't in place, it can easily be overly fished or overly mm-hmm. harvested. Uh, well, but, but Chris, we're talking, we, we don't want to get too far off on this subject because we got other stuff, but there is a difference between the sardinas that you, that you see in the Sea of Cortez and the sardines that you see off the coast of California. Correct, but if you crush them both... And smell them. I don't think you can tell the difference. Okay. Uh, And you put both of them on a hook and throw them in front of a fish. You don't see it different either. Correct. So uh, whether sardine or sardinas, the the oil itself is is virtually. You know, I can't tell the difference between the two. Um, Well, can your wife tell the difference of what you've been processing when you go home at night? No, she just knows it stinks. But <laughs> I, I bring spare clothes if I have to work in the shop itself. I, yeah. I, I very seldom do any processing. I just oversee it. Yeah. But uh, I put coveralls on, uh, different shoes, because, yeah, that stuff gets into your skin, and you don't notice it until you climb in your car and shut the door, yeah. how bad you really stink. Or, or climb under the covers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't be good. Yeah, okay. But, uh, I, uh, I just want to uh, mention something there. There uh, seems to be a misunderstanding between sardines and sardinas. Sardinas is a Spanish word that means sardines. It does not mean it's a different species. It means it's Spanish. Sardina is sardine in Spanish. That it doesn't mean there's a different in a species. It means it's a different in the language. Well, yeah, but the, the sardinas you see in the Sea of Cortez—they're little kind of smaller, shiny things. They don't look like the anchovies and sardines that we but see. But sardine is sardina. It doesn't matter. Okay. If you go to California and you say. To a Mexican, what kind of fish is that? They're going to say a sardina, okay. because that's the Spanish word for it. Right. Okay. Well, besides sardines, Steve, uh, what are some of the most popular baits? And another question is, which baits are the most effective? I know that the uh, um, halibut oil that you use that we take up to Alaska is extremely effective. Is there any type of fishing that seems to do better using the artif- the uh, 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 essential oils? Well, yeah, like uh, for our halibut fishing, that butt juice oil, the main ingredient in that is salmon egg juice. So pretty much, with the exception of bass, all fish like like the salmon eggs do. Uh, so, you know, tuna is probably, we've been processing tuna, and, and that's probably one of our top five selling uh, skews across the world. And even fish like trout and kokanee that have never seen the tuna are really attracted to that oily smell. Uh, it's just got the right scent. So, you know, the, the tuna has really taken off, uh, but it, it just determines on what you're fishing for. Mm-hmm. Uh, but ideally, we do several different blends. You know, we have a predator scent, and that, that is the main ingredient is salmon egg. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we pot, we cure the roe and then press it, and that, that puts out a nice, heavy well, oil you've got, to the you bottom. Got, you got probably, what, about 50 different skews that you have something for everybody? Oh, you bet. Well, we, we buy uh, 48 different baits across the U.S., mm-hmm. and then we, we have about 310 skews. Wow. Uh, so we do different custom blends. Uh, and we private label for, for other manufacturers oh, as well. Uh, okay. And then for some of the soft plastic manufacturers, we ship them out five-gallon, 55-gallon drums of the oil or the gel, and then they'll put it in their injection molds. 
and they put a Santa a little tag on their their bag that says Santa with Procure. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So they're like the plastic artificial bait shell. They're being impregnated with your oil. Yes. So like Z-Man. Uh, I don't know if you do much of that in Mexico, but uh, uh, they're they're a Southeast based company. Uh, but they use a ton of our products, and they. They put it in all of their, their different lures okay. that they make. Oh, you know um, what? I'm just looking at the clock. It looks like uh, we're coming up just a few seconds away. But, uh, Steve, again, we cut you short. Uh, but Procure, how do you find it? Um, well, you can. Uh, Amazon pretty much carries everything we make, but 1 800 Procure or, you know, Procure.com. And it's P R O hyphen. C-U-R-E right. dot com. Okay. And and not only that, it works, right, Chris? Yeah, I guess. I've never used it. Well, we're going to find out. He's got you some <laughs> in the mail for you. All righty. Yeah, well, that's what I've been hearing. Well, Steve, why don't you I get a better idea. Take some Procure down with you and go fishing with Chris. Next time I'm there, I'll, I'll make arrangements. Well, my, let's let's uh, let's make my, arrangements. Uh, other owner was in La Paz for okay. about three months. Okay. Well, we got to go. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com. P R O dash C U R E. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. It's time to enjoy the biggest Southern California reservoir located in Hemet, just 90 minutes from Los Angeles and San Diego. Getting away from the summer heat, fall and winter bring ideal fishing weather, world-renowned for its black bass fishing, also home to the bluegill and red-ear sunfish, rainbow trout, and both blue and channel catfish. Bring your boat or rent one of ours. Tell them John Hennigan sent you, and they'll give you a special gift on California parks. Visit dvmarina.com. That's dvmarina.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway, so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive, Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. Wow. 
Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio. And we've just been talking to Steve Lynch about stinky stuff. Um, they do, what, it, what, what did he say it was, like 50,000 pounds a month or something like that, Grizz? Of, a lot of dead fish. It's a lot of dead fish that they turn into uh, essence of fish um, that you get to stink up your fingers with and put it on different types of bait and catch more fish. So get some of that stuff because this is the time of the year. Uh, sure works great for trout and halibut and different things. But um, one of Grizz's passions is turkeys. So we uh, talked to Grizz the other day and he goes, why don't you bring somebody on that you know, that can, we can talk about turkey with? And so I looked on the internet and I found John and he sounds like a pretty smart guy and he certainly likes to do it. He's from northern New Mexico. So uh, Grizz, let's go ahead and introduce John from Jayco Outfitters and you're located where uh, John? I'm located in north central New Mexico. I'm approximately about 45 miles southeast of Taos, New Mexico. Oh, okay. It's up in the mountains, Anna. Yeah, we're up at, we lodge at 7,400 feet, and wow. we're out uh, um, at elevations about uh, 8 to 9,500. Well, I didn't know turkeys liked it up that high. Yeah, we sometimes get them in the snow. Oh. You depend on what kind of turkey you're hunting, John. Uh, we are hunting Merriam's turkey. Not oh, Merriam turkey. Yeah, uh, so we, we've got the purebred Merriam's on ours. Uh, uh, I was say, Grizz, Grizz is the only turkey I know. <laughs> yeah, thanks, John. <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, go, So you're go hunting Merriam. I hunted Merriam. Well, I have uh, the World Slam several times oh nice my favorite my favorite turkey is the gold that we hunt well i'll be hunting in about three weeks down here okay are you down in southern new mexico or uh well i actually live in baja i live in in the baja right i fly over i have a ranch in durango Uh uh-huh and that's where i hunt my gold i either hunt in the state of durango or Zacatecas. Oh, right, 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 Sometimes right. this year I didn't get a chance to do it. Normally I fly over to Tamaulipas and shoot Rio's, the sure. Rio Grande. And then this year I won't, I'm so busy right now, I won't be able to do. My other favorite is hunting the oscillated down in southern Mexico. Okay. Wow, so you get around, yeah. Do, do you do any uh, there in Florida? Is that you do any Osceolas in Florida? No, I haven't done it for years. I spend all my time in uh, in Mexico hunting now. Uh, you know, we kill a lot of turkey every year, and my passion is the gold. That's my passion. I love to call those big boys in. Uh, last year we got one forty-five pounds with a 13-inch beard. It actually had wow. six beards. <laughs> yeah, we'll get them double-bearded every once in a while, but that's pretty uncommon up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, John, well, these, uh, I'm sorry, John and Grizz, what's the season for turkeys in northern New Mexico and uh, Mexico? Okay. Our, our season here in New Mexico, what we do is we've got both a combination of Merriam's and uh, Rio Grande here in New Mexico. In northern New Mexico, where we hunt, they're, they're purebred uh, Merriam's. They're mountain birds, and we hunt April 15th through May 10th. Okay. Um, so we typically pick three days during that time frame, and then we hunt accordingly. Better hurry up and get there. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, I just is, have guys coming into the lodge right now. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah. And uh, I would think that you probably have upland birds there, too, don't you? Um, we actually have blue grouse mm-hmm. in our neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we there's a migratory uh, route that goes through not too far from here, about 40 miles east of us. And, uh, you know, you have your geese and your your, your ducks. We don't do that. Uh, we primarily stick with uh, turkey and blue grouse in, with our outfit. Well, and the, the grouse would be in the fall? 
grouse would be in the fall. Those are September hunts. Uh-huh. Um, so we're hunting elk at the same time. So we generally ask clients to pick up uh, uh, small game licenses. And, yeah, you could harvest some grouse when you're out in the woods. Oh, okay. Well, Chris, I'm sure you've got a lot of questions for John. Well, yeah, I've hunted uh, the turkeys talking about. I didn't know you had real grannies. Where are they at? Um, they're more on the eastern edges of New Mexico. So those are, are real grands that come from Texas primarily. Oh, okay. Um, so there's some small populations that uh, venture into New Mexico. So you'd be up like in northwestern New Mexico. Um, there's some uh, some groups that are up there. And then you have some hybrids, uh, Merriam's Rio Grande hybrids that are in that neck of the woods. And then you get farther to where we're at, and we, uh, we're purebred Merriam's where we're at. Well, if you well, weren't the uh, Rio Grande's introduced to that part of the northern part? It, well, yeah, yeah, they they are because actually, when you go east of us, we're up at the southern boundary of the Rocky Mountains, and uh, we're at elevations of seven to ten thousand feet where I'm at. But once you start getting into the plains, you start getting into maybe five, six thousand feet, and and it's hot out there. So those reels will stay out in that neck of the woods in the canyon country. Uh, but yeah, they don't come up to the mountains at all. Because, uh, you know, I remember that they went and they actually trapped down here in Mexico and on the other side of the river in Texas, the Rio Grande, and, you know, put them in different places where there weren't turkeys. Yeah, and there are probably game and fish. I don't believe in. Yeah, game and fish does that all the time. Yeah, so then you get these mixed-up species, which you don't have purebreds anymore. Exactly. And it just doesn't seem like a good situation to do for me. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree with you. You know, why do you want Rio Grande's in the mountains of New Mexico? That's ridiculous. <laughs> and, you know, you even got Rio Grande's now in Oklahoma. And a guy told me he went Rio Grande hunting the other day in Kansas. Wow. Like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, both of you guys... Um, I would like to be, but I'm not a turkey hunter yet. Grizz is going to kind of bring me along. Sure. But uh, what what kind of advice for people uh, all over the United States that are interested in, in getting into it? How do you do it, first of all? And what do you need for equipment? Where do you need to go? I would assume that it's always any time that you're going on a hunt or uh, fish a new area that you always have a guide. But what are, what are some... Um, Pieces of advice, and both of you could answer that for someone like myself that would be interested in hunting turkeys. I'll get started with that. You know, in our neck of the woods, what we do is we hunt both public and private hunting grounds. So depending on where the birds are located is where we'll concentrate on some of our our, our, our hunts. So our clients will come in. Um, you know, we start hunting tomorrow. Um, so I've got clients coming in today, this evening, and we'll start hunting tomorrow. We'll probably start on uh, private hunting grounds and then go from there as the days proceed. Uh, but what happens is the, the typical uh, formula that we use is what we'll do is we'll roost birds, especially this evening. Um, we're going to go out this evening, and, and we know where there's some birds that are located. What we want to do is we want to roost the birds. Uh, turkeys will, will actually sleep in a tree. Um, so, you know, folks who are uh, across the country that have never been out uh, turkey hunting are uh, – turkeys will roost in trees so you once you put them to bed so to speak you put them into bed and you roost the birds you come back into that same area in the morning uh they're going to be there um so so that's the advantage of making sure you roost birds at night and then when you go back in the morning you get there before daybreak uh sneak in there as quietly as you can and you you get on the ground and and they'll start gobbling early in the morning off the tree uh hens will start waking up and and you just want to be in the right position when they fly off that roost that they come land right in front of you okay. and uh, uh john if you don't mind um hanging around 
around. We want to see if we can bring you over to the next segment for a little bit because we're not going to cover it all. We've only got about a minute or so left. But um, the process of hunting, I mean, you just, as I've seen turkeys on, you know, horseback rides and things, and they're just kind of walking around. So you just kind of walk around looking for some turkeys that are eating bugs or something and blast them on the ground? Or what is the process? You're talking about farming now, John. That's ridiculous. Well, I'm asking an honest question. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 if you want to cover it on the next segment, I could go into daytime okay. hunting. Let's do that. Definitely. Let's do that. Okay. Yeah, okay. John, because everything, like you said, you find a root, you got to fly which way the wind's blowing for the fly down. Exactly. I mean, there's a lot involved. Okay. Well, we'll cover that as yeah. soon as we get back. Uh, we're you got a little difference between a jake. Right. Well, we're all going to have to take a break. Remember, you, right, can, so you can reach Grizz and where, Grizz? Well, you can reach me on Facebook at Mike Ritz, or you can go to my website, ASOBproductions.com, uh, or you can watch me on Roku. On okay. And uh, John, John at uh, Jayco, uh, well, well, we'll get that when we get back. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com. Listen as many times as you want. We'll be right back with you. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive, Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Lake Cabot one seventh place in America's top 100 family-friendly places to boat and fish, the lake is in the Bay Area, only 45 minutes away from San Francisco. This scenic destination boasts over a dozen hiking and biking trails, trophy-sized fish, boat rentals, Bay Area kayak tours, and a picturesque eating area at the surprisingly delicious cafe. Tell them John Hennigan sent you, and they'll even give you a special gift on California parks. Visit LakeCabotRecreation.com for information. That's LakeCabotRecreation.com. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. I went on down to my favorite fishing hole around. I got myself a pole in line. Caught a nine pound cabbage on the bottom came I got it. Took him home to mama by supper time. Sing me a fish bites if you got good big. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in the studio. And we're having a good time. Um 
I had asked John a question right before we left, and I want to get back to it. Uh, John has Jayco Outfitters in northern New Mexico, and um, we were talking about turkeys, but apparently he stays busy year-round. You got upland birds and big game, and and uh, besides turkeys, and you know, right in the middle of the season right now for that. So hurry up and give him a call. And uh, your Jayco, would you just uh, type in Jayco Outfitters on the uh, on Google? John? Correct, Jayco, J A C O Outfitters, and uh, yeah, you can find us on the website, mm-hmm. uh, JaycoOutfitters.com. And uh, if you if you want to give us a, a call directly, uh, phone number is uh, I'll give you two of them. One's a landline. No, and just one. one is just a one. Cell phone. Nobody's going to write them down anyway. Just give us one. Okay, uh, it's going to be five zero five three seven nine five 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 one. And that goes to you. Correct. One more time. Five zero five three seven nine. Five 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 one. Okay, and mention uh, that uh, he's a famous radio personality. <laughs> Perfect. But uh, anyway, right before we went to a break, you know, I know uh, I'm not the Grizz, and you know, I'm not the Mighty Hunter. But if I was going to go turkey hunting, I, it's just the process. I mean, I've been on, you know, horse uh, trail rides, and you see these turkeys walking around on the ground eating bugs or whatever they do. And I honestly, I don't know. I mean, do you just go out there and find someone and blast them, or do you, you know, what's the process of hunting turkeys? So, so the process uh, that we follow is that we'll go ahead and roost the birds in the evening. Now, when you say roost, do you actually put them in the trees or you find them? Put them in the trees. So they'll fly up into the trees maybe uh, 20, 30 feet up into the air, mm-hmm. and then they'll just stay there all night. Mm-hmm. And then the next morning when you come back to those that area, that tree, you're trying to figure out when, what direction they're going to fly out of the tree. And, you, you know, you do some soft clucks and purrs and trying to get them to come toward you. And once they come toward you, what they'll do is they'll, they'll all get together, they'll gobble for a little while, and then uh, once all the hens are on the ground, the hens kind of go off in a certain direction. Right now, the turkeys are, are breeding right now. Mm-hmm. So all the gobblers are with the hens, and, um, you know, morning time is when they breed. So once they've bred, um, usually I would say by 9, 10 o'clock, the, the birds are have been bred. What they're happens all, is they're all exhausted then, right? They're exhausted. So what happens is is the hens go to nest. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if they lay a clutch of eggs, um, they go and take care of the the, the eggs. And then what will happen usually midday between ten o'clock and usually about two o'clock, gobblers are out there all by, all by themselves. So hens are off laying on their eggs. Uh, gobblers are out kind of just eating and strutting and doing whatever they do. That's when the time that they're most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Because to pull a, uh, a a tom off of a hen is pretty tough to do. Once they're together and he knows that he has a hen, especially if she's ready to go into cycle, you know, he's going to breed her. It's tough to pull them off. So you've got to get them off the roost. Once they've bred and the hens take off to nest, the gobblers are out there all by themselves. So you're killing birds mm-hmm. between 10 and 2 o'clock when they're all by themselves. And what uh, what equipment do you use? Is it a uh, 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 12-gauge or what is it you use? Typical 12-gauge is going to work w- best. Uh, usually three, three-and-a-half-inch uh, shells, uh, five, six-shot is what we'll mm-hmm. use. Um, you can use mm-hmm. a 20-gauge if you're you know, a female or a youth. 20-gauges uh, will work. Just get them in a little closer. Your range is roughly about you know, 40 to 50 yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you want to get them into 10 or 20 yards if you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, so the, so that's kind of the best opportunity that we have for uh, mm-hmm. for harvesting with a firearm. But these birds are on the ground, and you just kind of sneak up on them and blast them. Well, yeah, well, turkeys have good eyesight, so you really don't want to move. Once you're in position and you have a gobbler committed to coming to you, you don't move. Uh, you know, I, I tell my kids sometimes we'll go out in the woods and I says, don't don't blink. I said they'll see your eyelids blinking, so don't wow. move. <laughs> don't move. 
so as soon as they're in range, you just, you, you know, you, you got to be in position. You got to be able to, to shoot and, and be set up, you know, when they come into view. Because, uh, yeah, you, can, you can't move. They'll see everything. What time is the uh, Well, the thing of it is, you know, most of the time when I hunt them, I have a blind. Yes. And if I don't have a blind, if I'm stalking, I'll sit up against the butt of a tree. Wearing all camouflage, of course, my sunflower camouflage that I happen to own works perfect for it. And you sit there and call them in. Now, there's different ways to call them. You can use a chalk box, which I don't like. Uh, they just, to get them to answer good. But I prefer a slate, uh, either a slate or a, a crystal, a glass, yeah. or a diaphragm. Is hmm. what I use. What do you use? I use a. Uh, I usually usually use a box, um, you know, chalk box. Early in the morning, you know, when you want to throw a a, a, a yelp like and at a distance and try and get a call back, you you want to use your box for that. But once you start getting them close, you're exactly right, Grizz. You start getting your slate out, your glass, and you start real soft. Real soft. Well, I use my uh, my chalk box. Like I hit it as hard as I can just to get a an answer. Exactly. Once I get the answer, I put it away. Exactly. Now the, uh, the you know I know that uh, uh, bow and arrows have become quite popular for turkeys. You want to take thirty seconds on that? Yeah. Well, you know. You know. That's what I hunt them with. Yeah, and you need to, you need a blind when you uh, bring in a, a bow and arrow. Um, that'll give you opportunity to pull it back without them seeing you. Um, they have what they call right now is it's called a guillotine, and it's just a large broadhead that you know you try and shoot them you know in the head, and you have such a, a large diameter uh, head on the arrow. Yeah. I hate it. Steve, I, know. I hate that. I tried it. It's horrible. I know. And why is that? Because it whacks your head off or what? Literally. Yeah. It's supposed to, but I use a machine arrow, you know, where it opens up the automatic. And that's what now, I do you use. It, you, use I you, 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 you say your drawstring or is it a uh, um, crossbow? I use both. Yeah, and here in New Mexico, only uh, if you have a, a medical condition, you can use a crossbow. Otherwise, it's only uh, uh, either a compound or a Oh, recur. really? Yeah. I really like shooting a crossbow, Adam. Yeah. It's sure. a whole lot easier. Well, it's almost like shooting a gun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hmm. Well, the thing of it is, is you can stalk better. Yeah. Well, you're not yeah, they're pulling that big compound. Anyway. Right, right. Okay. Well, we've got uh, only about thirty seconds left. It's been been a lot of fun, John. We appreciate you taking the time today. Uh, that's J A C O Outfitters, John at Jaco Outfitters, and it sounds like you're got something going pretty much year round, John. Yeah. And then of course the Grizz, you can he go to Roku Channel, and what was that Roku Channel again, Grizz? It's the Grizz Open Air Adventure on Thunder Sports. Thunder Sports. Okay. Sports. Okay. All right, you guys. This is good. Let's go turkey hunting and uh, let's go down to Mexico and and uh, do some hunting and fishing. Thank you, John. Thank you, Grizz. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com.
the dues pain's done. your outdoor adventure in the West, CalParksCO.com is required. CalParks has 24 prime locations for camping, fishing, or boating. Shasta Trinity Recreation Area is breathtakingly beautiful with all amenities, offering the best camping in California. California's largest reservoir, Diamond Valley, is just 90 miles from Los Angeles or San Diego, designed for an incredible fishery. At Silver Falls Lodge in Oregon, no need to rough it. Stunning beauty and first-class accommodations. Whatever your desire, CalParksCO.com has it. East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Always buy quality, and you will not be disappointed. AO Coolers, the lightweight, soft-sided cooler, will not disappoint you. Easy to carry, less room on the deck, and more efficient. AO Coolers fit the product inside for more performance. Once you try one, you want more. You will be proud to own one. AO Coolers outperform bulky, hard-shell, and lesser soft-sided coolers. For types and how to find yours, go to aocoolers.com. Available at West Marine. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Fishing all the time, baby, going fishing too. Bet your life, your sweet wife, going to catch more fish than you. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Handigan in studio. Uh, we have the Grizz on the line with us that's uh, taking care of business today, and we've been talking turkey and uh, talking to John from Jayco Outfitters out of northern New Mexico. Fascinating stuff. Um, makes me want to go hunting. And uh, go ahead, Chris. Yeah, well, John, you did some pretty good hunting in December. Oh, uh, December. Oh, you mean uh, last month? 
duck hunting. It duck was hunt. last month, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was I was yeah, telling. I was telling yeah. people we got. Chris took me out and we went to this place in Nayarit, which is I don't know, probably thousands, thousands of acres of uh, shrimp ponds, and the water is maybe a foot deep. So all of the uh, uh, the bird boys would go slopping around in the water when you dropped one, and didn't uh, didn't really need dogs. But uh, the these ponds apparently the shrimp farms they put this food in the water, and the birds come in and eat the food that is supposed to be eaten by the shrimp, and there are just literally thousands. Now they were hundreds uh, of thousands. Well, you know, and the the ducks that we want. I mean, there's there's a lot of different kind of birds there, but we dropped uh, unbelievable. I tell people that any, everybody that's any been bird hunting, you go what? Uh, three shooters, three hours, sixty ducks. And, and that's because you missed a lot. Should have had a hundred. <laughs> I'm I'm not going to deny that. But, uh, well, John, another great thing that's happening, getting ready to happen, it's not too far away, is the dove hunting starts the 15th of August. Uh-huh. And we got literally hundreds of thousands of doves that you see. Mm-hmm. You're allowed 120 a day. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what's that about? Two, about it's about two hours worth? <laughs> well, it depends on how good a shot you are. Yeah. Yeah, and another thing I'd like to tell you, you know, my Mangrove Inn Hotel, yeah. I just bought a new boat for Mag Bay. Uh, uh, so kind of, we'll what, be what, taking people what, out. I got a uh, 28-foot skiff boat mm-hmm. uh, with uh, a 200-horse motor on the back of it to go out to Mag Bay. Wow. Aluminum. Whoa. So we'll be going out to Mag Bay. And I bought another boat. A eighteen foot uh, river boat, yeah, and we'll be fishing the estuaries with that. So wow. we have all kind of things happening. That's the Mangrove end, and that's uh, right near at the top end of Mag Bay. Yeah, it's right there at Mag Bay. Yeah, Mangrove end. Oh, by the way, something just a um, the condo that I have down in Cabo San Lucas we put out on uh, short-term rentals, and uh, I just had a guest guest arrive today, and we checked in and he called and he said, "says man, your pictures don't do justice to this place. You should charge more and put up more pictures." But I just want to let people know that if they are interested in going down and, and uh, fishing with Grizz, uh, we've got a, a, a three-bedroom right downtown, right in the middle of town. Uh, condo that rents for almost nothing. So if you yeah, you, right there on the uh, marina. Marina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just, they book enough a time in advance. I can generally try to get away. Yeah, and that is uh, when you go to the website fishtalkradio.com, Go to real fun R W L fun adventures.com and we've got uh, you know some stuff that's coming up but on the condo at the bottom of every page uh, there's a little link that says Cabo Condo and click on that it'll give you some more information and you know it's priced very reasonably but uh, for friends and family we've got some unbelievable pricing just let me know are we getting out of here now Okay, getting close. Grizz, uh, appreciate that very much. It's been a lot of fun. And get a visit with Grizz on Facebook and uh, Roku channel. Go to sports. And then it's, uh, what, what was the name of that again? The Grizz Open Air Adventures. Grizz Open Air Adventures. You can watch all my shows. There you go. And uh, Grizz is going to be, we'll talking about, maybe we'll get him next week about what he's going to be doing. But he's going to be gone for a few weeks because he's going into, uh, uh, he's going to, we're going to start calling with uh, uh, Hollywood Grizz. You gone? Fishing 